When you have a gifted child, at what point should you start cultivating that gift? The immediate answer is probably as soon as possible. And sure, that's going to work out great for the talent, but I'm not so sure about the kid with that talent. We had a program at my elementary school called HAL. It stands for High Ability Learners, and as you can probably guess, it was for kids at a higher learning level than the rest of the grade. You were tested for the program in second and fourth grade, and while I was still quite dumb in second grade, I did qualify and pass the testing in fourth grade. I became an official HAL member, and I think that's where my problem started. As a part of the program, we were sent to seminars on specific topics which is a great idea in theory, but why couldn't they do that with all the kids? I always went to the mythology and criminal science seminars because those looked the most interesting to me. And they were. I loved going to those seminars and would come back home bursting with new knowledge I wanted to tell my parents about. But I was also strongly encouraged to go to the health seminars. And while they said it was because I like science, they also told everyone else to go. And I think I know why. Because smart kids always want and always become doctors. So I went to the health seminars. And while they were interesting, I never liked them that much. But of course I convinced myself that I did. It was then in sixth grade that I decided I wanted to be a doctor. Despite the fact that I only really liked the science part of the health seminars. And despised going to them otherwise. I held this belief that I wanted to be a doctor until junior year of high school. My junior year of high school, I attended a health academy. This took up the first four hours of my day and was spent preparing students to go into the medical field. We took CNA courses and used those skills at the retirement homes and the hospital the academy was located at. We also had a weekly lesson on medical terminology in the medical field itself and the more bureaucratic aspects of it. My favorite part was the anatomy class that was specifically geared towards the medical students. There was a lot of work, but it was incredibly rewarding. The rest of the time at the academy was allocated to classes we might be missing at high school. As I said, I loved the anatomy class, and I liked my English and government classes as much as I would have at the high school. But the classes that would actually prepare me to become a doctor? I loathed them. I dreaded going to academy on those days because I hated those classes. I was miserable my entire junior year and decided not to return for my senior year, which was the best decision I could have made. The problem was I was now at a crossroads. I had convinced myself I wanted to be a doctor, and I had spent five years preparing for that outcome and ignoring my other interests. At this point, it felt like my entire education had been preparing me for med school. I was taking as many AP courses as possible and I felt guilty for the two periods that were reserved for choir and drama. I had no idea what I wanted to do anymore, and after spending so long pretending to want to be a doctor, I didn't even know if I actually really liked my science and math courses that I had always claimed were my favorite. I did decide that I do actually like science, and for my senior year, I loaded up on science and math courses to fill a schedule that could have been used to reduce all the stress I had been building up for the last six years of my life. I'm sure you can tell what this is building up to. One massive breakdown where I decided I hate science and want to become an artist, or a dancer, or something that isn't inherently academic. And while that would make for a much happier ending, that's not what happened. 
I've always been an anxious person and would suffer from random panic attacks every once in a while, but that ramped up my junior year. I would go an entire week building up this well of anxiety until there was no other option but to have a panic attack. These grew in frequency until I graduated high school. And while I wish I could say I was back to normal, I'm not. I still have way too many random panic attacks and spend weeks in an anxious fog for no reason. And that's the other problem I want to discuss when it comes to programs meant for gifted children. I have a lot of friends who were in the same program as I was, who weren't nearly as bad as I was, but they were still anxious and stretched thin from the impossible standards they were holding themselves to. I don't want to speak on behalf of other people, but the students who weren't how material always seem much happier. And just because they weren't considered gifted children at age 10 didn't mean they weren't smart. Watching those kids succeed now, like I did in high school, is what makes me wonder if these gifted programs are worth it. Sure, they made me competitive and kept me interested in science, which I'm not sure would have happened otherwise and I am incredibly thankful for, but they also made me considerably more anxious and stressed in the long run. At the beginning, I asked when we should start cultivating a kid's gift, and I think the answer is that we don't. We encourage them to pursue their talents until they can decide for themselves that they want to have a gift and that they want to cultivate and expand on it. 